Winlow, and welcome to episode 134 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charla. And this week, we have a, a, a sort of spur-of-the-moment topic, because the <laughs> Disney news gods have been very good to us a couple of weeks in a row, and they keep making an... It's almost like... It, I like to think that someone in the Disney PR office is a listener, maybe. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like they must have gotten tired of us complaining. And they're That's like, we're it. just going to give them all of their news on Tuesday morning. That's true. Tuesday morning <laughs> now is when Disney likes to dump big news stories. And that's fantastic for us because we record on Tuesdays at 1230. So it has worked out very, very well. And there is so much news this week. Some of it Disney official news. Some of it we'll get into. <laughs> we have some stupid guest tricks for you folks. Um, so, you know, normally we do the news and then we get into the main topic, but we don't really, it's all the main topic this week. Um, so instead for our little opening segment this week, I want to know uh, about you guys. What did you do this weekend? Oh, and happy summer. It's officially summer. It's been, it's been summer here for, I was going to say, I know it's been, yeah, yeah. it's been summer but, yes, here. It is the, the, what, official first day is today or yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Um, so I had plans to like run and do some stuff this weekend. Instead, it rained the entire weekend. And oh, no. so, so I sat on my couch and binge watched Dexter and um, probably <laughs> hoarders and things like that. So, oh. you know, great, great lazy weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, how about you? I did nothing. Um, really not. It was 100 degrees here all weekend. Um, so that makes you not want to leave the house. So, ran a couple of errands and sat in the air conditioning. It nice. was very, very boring. Nice. That is uh, honestly like to me, sometimes that's the perfect weekend. <laughs> like, sometimes you need it. Well, that's I mean, pretty much what I did too this weekend. It was Father's Day. <clears throat> and so yeah. my husband went and saw his father on Saturday and then he went with my dad and Ryan and played golf on Sunday. And that's like a full day affair. So I basically had the house to myself like almost oh the whole weekend. That is glorious. I, was, I would give anything for that. It's glorious, yes. Um, and as you both know, I'm on like this big sort of like project at a time reorganization of my entire house. <laughs> I mean, when you get done with yours, if you're still bored, you yeah, can do yeah. my I whole house for you to organize. A full home edit on your house anytime. <laughs> Say the word. As soon as I can fly again, I'm in. Um, yeah, I, it is the most satisfying thing. And I really, if I were smart, would be buying stock in whatever company makes like clear acrylic storage bins because. <laughs> <laughs> container store near you no well i mean kind of oh, I the love closest one's store. like almost an hour away okay yeah me too at this point but then when i when i lived uh, when i was in college we used to go to the container store like weekly just to look uh, <laughs> the container yeah, store. The here's the thing though about the container store where this is now com becoming a completely different podcast and i don't even care here's the thing i love the container store i don't love the container store's prices i get my most of my uh organizations at uh, Ocean State Job Lot. I don't know if you guys have those. That's uh -huh. kind of like a Northeast thing. It's kind of like Big Lots or, okay. you, you know, um, yeah. I get, so Ocean State Job Lot, Target, um, yeah. do, like Dollar Tree, you know, like those oh, types yeah. of things. The home goods, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big home goods shopper because my son works there. So I get my little 10% discount at home goods too. But yeah, like, the, I mean, there's honestly like, no offense to the container store. Love them, love them. 
no reason to pay their prices. Like, there's just yeah. no reason. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But I do love them. But and I, I always, them. whenever yeah. we pass, whenever we pass one, um, there's one like near a museum that we like to go to. I'm like, let's stop at the container store. I don't usually yeah. buy anything, but just because. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I love the home edit. And that is where the home edit has their um, official line. Do you guys, did you guys watch the home edit? No. On net. Oh. What is the home edit? Please, oh please God. describe. Okay. Explain so yourself. If you are enjoy, if if you like me enjoy sort of like home improvement stuff, like if you're a big HGTV person, or even if you're not, like, but like you know, you're both very crafty. So, the home edit is an organization company that goes into people's homes and they work with a lot of like big celebrity, like big celebrities, and they go into people's homes and they do like an entire organization project so they'll reorganize the garage or they'll reorganize the pantry pantries are my favorite but even Wait, like is the this the one where they went to reese witherspoon's house and yeah, did costumes yes I and they did that. all the legally blind costumes yeah, yeah and i was like well i want to go in her closet right right yes yeah so it's one of my favorite shows i'm completely obsessed with it i follow them on instagram i'm watching all their stories like i completely and they have a whole sort of organization system which is they organize by color I'm not a visual person that doesn't necessarily work for me but I love a lot of their like tips and things about like how to just like get a hold of your stuff because everybody's got so much stuff right and I am not a big stuff person but I married a big stuff person and that can cause a clash of the titans at times so (laughs) well I I am like I have a lot of stuff and I want to get rid of it, but I'm also very lazy and don't want to spend the time doing the actual purging. That's my, that's my issue. Like I look around my office and my bedroom and I think, Oh my gosh, this is the place is the biggest mess, but then I don't want to come in here and do it. If you had talked to me at about noon on Sunday, I had all the regret. (laughs) I started the project and then it, it, it was in piles all over my floor because I had so, I had gotten as far as like taking stuff out and sorting and then it was just pile after pile after pile after pile at which point my ADD kicked in and I was like and now I need to go do something else and so three yeah. hours later there was still piles of stuff and finally I called my mother and she kicked my behind and I got back into gear and went back and finished the project <laughs> but like yeah that's the thing that I do is I get into the middle of the project and then I regret starting the project well yeah once I started I'm okay but it's getting started. That yeah. But anyway. So yeah. So I did my bathroom this weekend and that was very satisfying. Um, What's next? I don't know. I've gotten, I've got like kind of running out of rooms, but the good news is, is it's taking me so long is by the time I like finish everything, it's, it, I have to start the cycle again because, you know. You can just do my house. That yeah. I'll just come to California and do Heather's house. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, enough about the home edit. But if you're not, you, I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, you're not following them, Netflix. It's just very satisfying. There is something super soothing about, for me anyway, about watching like the before and after of those things. And just the, org- it, it's for me, it's very inspiring. Um, because I am what I call, I am a clean person. I am not necessarily a neat person. Oh, that's my mom. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I, I work better if I have a system, like if everything has a home and a place and, a, you know, then it's just much easier for me. So anyway. All right. So that does it for our updates this week. Coming up next, we are going to get into all of the news. Um, and there's a lot of it, folks. So hang in there. 
Who wants to start? Is there anything that you guys are particularly excited about of the announcements that came out this morning? Yes, and you're going to be mad when you... Oh, I know exactly. Oh, I know exactly. Go ahead. ahead. Um, I am so excited about um, the nighttime spectaculars, including Harmonious. (laughs) I know you're going to be mad. I was actually Um, sad when they announced that. Just because now it means I have to stay up for two nights on my upcoming vacation to watch two new spectaculars instead of going to bed at nine o'clock like my heart really loves. All right. So I guess we're starting with the nighttime spectaculars. Um, go ahead. Take take it away. Charlotte, you you brought it up. You're making okay, me sad. So, tell tell yeah, everybody so- what the announcements Okay, so uh, Dizzy announced this morning that there's actually going to be three new shows. There's going to be the new Epcot show, which we've known about for a while, um, called Harmonious. And then there's a new fireworks show at the Magic Kingdom. I'm looking up. Disney Enchantment. Enchantment. Disney Enchantment, it's called. And then there's going to be a... um, a new show at Animal Kingdom that's, I guess, going to replace Rivers of Light. It's going to be around around the the lagoon, well, whatever so they call it. The, it's a little unfair on this theater. one because this is that's a daytime yeah. show. Yeah. I'm really excited about that one. I'm excited um, about that I, one. I am too, and the, like it looks really cool. Like the puppets that they had at uh, Discovery Island, like kind of going around and. Yeah, so I don't it's know, called Disney, flying. It's called Disney Kite Tales. Yeah. And they're actually kites, not puppets. Um, yeah, they're, which I love because it's in the Asia section of the park. And, um, you know, Sarah, you've, we've all been to Asian countries. And I don't know about South Korea or um, Japan, but in China, where I went, kites are really big deal. Well, kites, are, kites are just big yeah. in most of Asia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they love it. And so I love that they're doing this. What I thought was interesting is that a lot of it was like you know Simba and and all of the Lion King kites. I, I want to see some you know Mushu and Mulan kites and, and really yeah. celebrate that Asian culture. And um, I am hoping that there's some of that. They didn't really release many details on it, but I think it yeah. sounds really cool. Well, maybe what I'm looking at here, I'm look. It's just an artist concept that we have. That's all we have. But it looks like a puppet. But when you read it, it says wind catchers and kites of all shapes. It says so maybe what looks like a puppet in the drawing is called a wind catcher. I don't know. Oh, like the but, thing on the end of a stick or something. Yeah. That somebody's yeah. swirling around. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's why I'm saying puppet. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. I'm excited about all three of these. Uh, all three of these shows. I'm excited about um, two of them. <laughs> <laughs> the I want to be know, excited for Harmonious. Like I'm sure it's going to be good. But maybe those, it'll blow me away. I mean, who knows? Listen, I'm not a huge Illuminations fan like you are. Like I liked it fine, but like it wasn't my thing. Wishes was my thing. So like I, right. I'm okay that there's a new thing coming in. I don't love, I, I don't love all of those things in the middle of World Showcase Lagoon because they're there permanently. Yeah. Like if it was like yeah. Illuminations where they came in and out. Okay, fine. I'd be more what excited. Did, what did one of our readers call them this week? The giant <laughs> the tacos. Giant tacos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not wrong. They're and the star wrong. and the Stargate Gate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like they're, that was fantastic. they're a really, really big eyesore. They're a really yeah. big eyesore. Like you know, if I'm no disguising them. No, like if I'm sitting at Rose and Crown or Spice Road table and I'm having my lunch, you know, and I want this beautiful view across Epcot, you don't have that anymore. Um, so I'm kind of disappointed in that, but 
other than that, I'm excited to see what the show will be. Yeah. I'm excited about Disney so Enchantment looks- too, because it has yeah. for the first time ever the projections are going to come all the way down Main Street USA from the castle, which in the artist rendering anyway looks amazing. Yeah. You know what's well, funny they, is they, that they did sorry. that at Disneyland. I was going to say, I was like, I thought that they already did that. What do they mean? The Only a Disney I was like, oh, it's Disneyland. Disneyland, like, yeah. Like, where has Disney World been on the Disneyland's been doing it for like 10 years? Yeah. Um, it's funny because usually it's the other way around where Disney World has all the technology and not Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like these both, these all three will start on uh, October 1st. Mm-hmm. And there could, you know, you could be some, see some previews or something before it, but I wouldn't count on it. So October 1st. And then run for their 18-month celebration of the 50th anniversary. So, yes. who knows? So now the overall celebration, that. we should say, has been dubbed, they are calling it, the 50th uh, anniversary is the world's most magical celebration. That is the official title of the like year-and-a-half-long celebration of <laughs> <laughs> the 50th anniversary. Yeah. I don't um, like it. I don't I mean, like it. And it's... I'm just boring, but whatever. And it's, what happens to all the celebrations that come after it? They're just not as magical. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the 60th is going to be the slightly less magical celebration. <laughs> like, I mean. Well, maybe that can be the diamond celebration again. I'm sure it probably will be. Yeah. That upset me when they had the 50th anniversary at Disneyland a few years back, and they called it the diamond anniversary. And I'm like, what are you going to call the 60th? That Like, wait. You're, you're going out of order. That's not what a diamond anniversary is, but okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on to, oh, some, some of the other things about the 50th celebration include the new, now they've been doing character cavalcades since they reopened, you know, back in July of 2020. Um, but there is a new cavalcade coming, which is Mickey's Celebration Cavalcade. That's going to be done multiple times per day. It's going to feature the characters, you know, Mickey and all of his friends in their, um, they're calling them iridescent costumes. <laughs> they can never resist a ear pun ever. <laughs> the costumes are cute, though. They're I cute. like them. Yeah. Who doesn't love a little shimmer? Right? sparkle something um and the cast members are getting all new name tags iridescent name tags as well which is kind of fun um i I like that that's what they announce as part of their celebration details like oh that's great i'm so excited to see those new name tags (laughs) well i think for cast members i know that you know a lot of the cast members that you know i know of or that i follow like the, the the name tags really mean something to them like they're they're significant and they collect them and when they change them it's kind of like a big deal so I think it's kind of fun that they're letting us in on sort of what I consider to be like a little bit of like an insider thing, you know, mm-hmm. like to us or to, to the average Disney guest, it's just a name tag. Right. Um, but I think to the cast members, they can be for some of them anyway, they can be pretty significant. So I think, yeah. I kind of, don't know. Uh, what else is going on? Ooh, the fab, this I found fascinating. Disney's fab 50. Now we always think of the fab five, right? Mm-hmm. Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Pluto, Donald. Um, but apparently for the 50th celebration, it is going to be Disney's Fab 50. And these are going to be sculptures that are scattered through the four main theme parks. Um, the first ones that we have artist rendering of are going to be, you know, Mickey and Minnie and a few of their friends. And they're going to be sort of like golden sculptures that are placed in the gardens in front of Cinderella Castle. That's cute. I mean, didn't they, they do really something... Cool. Didn't they do something like that um, 
for one of the celebrate what was the the one with the gold on the castle and they had the little gold statues kind of around the partners or was that disneyland yeah cinderella ration did i don't think they had any yeah that might have been disneyland too yeah i don't think we've had sculptures before uh here on the east coast but maybe it's not beyond the ones like not beyond the little ones that are already in the hub they have those little bronze Yes, they added the bronze ones a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we had the giant Mickey sculptures. Remember that year that they did those giant, like, massive six-foot, and there was, like, different artists did them and everybody? Yeah. Um, I actually really liked those. I did, too. I did, too. It was nice to see how different artists interpreted, like, the Disney spirit or Mickey. You know, it was for Mickey's birthday, whatever birthday it was. Yeah. I thought it was fun. So it's what I'll be interested to see, though, is of the fab, of the 50 different sculptures, are they unique to each park or are they all the sort of the golden statues that are going in the Mm. magic kingdom? I'm hoping for unique to each park personally. Me too. Yeah. I guess it depends on how much time and money they have. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we know how much time they have. Yeah. (laughs) How much money do they have? Not as much money as they did before the pandemic. That's for sure. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not really worried about Disney with money, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They like to save it whenever they can. That's for sure. Yes, yeah. they're going to be fine. Um, here's the other thing that I find interesting and that I'm, this one I'm reserving judgment on. Have you guys heard about the beacons of magic? I've heard it in, in name only, not so much the details. Like mm. to me, it, it, I, I'm picturing more of like a, an extravagant goodnight kiss or like, you know, how they did those projections on the tree of life during the summer months. Like that's yep. what I'm imagining in my mind. Yeah. Yep. So each of the four park icon icons are going to be transformed nightly into beacons of magic. So I'm assuming this is again, projection mapping, which is Disney's latest new toy and they're going to use it on everything. And it's fabulous. So I'm not even mad at that because <laughs> um, when it works, it works <laughs> really, 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 really well. Um, I'll be interested to see. You know, is it just yeah. a straight, is it like a little show? Is it just a straight thing? Somebody flips a switch every night and all of a sudden Spaceship Earth turns into a whatever. I don't know, you know. Well, you know, you got to know they'll do some sort of show. Of course, yeah. That's there'll be do. some sort of, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just, here's the thing I'm so, so, so grateful for. At least at this point, they have not announced some sort of like major change to a park icon you know like there's no giant mickey hand going over spaceship earth there's no giant birthday cake birthday cake that's yeah. only because yeah. their Cinderella castle closed and they have no money don't right. for, if this was normal times they would have had all of that they would have slapped something on something i know they would have for sure so i'm grateful thank goodness for projection mapping which is relatively inexpensive i'm assuming so now cinderella castle is getting um some extra little bits and bobs on it, little swirls around the turrets and things. So it is getting some little golden touches, um, but nothing completely crazy. Um, What else is coming for the 50th? Remy. Yay. Yay. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure opens on October 1st. Um, Thank God, because that thing's been sitting there. (laughs) I know. Forever. I mean, back in April, we went back to that area, and I was like, I don't understand why this, why they just don't open it. It it could be open. It, I mean, yeah. maybe it's there's stuff inside, for- but based on what we've seen, like people going in, it, like videos and stuff, 
that yeah. they've put out. It's yeah. available. It's ready. It's it's, it's been done for geez, almost a year. Yeah. Now, I think at this point. I think uh, they were just waiting because they still had the capacity limits in place and things yeah. like that. And then they were like, oh, well, here comes the 50th and we can't really do anything like we normally would. So right. here's a new ride for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So many of the original plans for the 50th got scrapped. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they got to hang their hat. Uh, what else do we have going on? Cavalcades. Yes. Who said that? We talked about the cavalcade. At the, yeah. Is there another one besides the one at the Magic Kingdom? No, I just, I was zoning out. And so okay, <laughs> I want to say that I'm excited about the cavalcade because I'm not a parade person. I get bored sitting there. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for this. I think of all the things now, I, I haven't been since the start of the pandemic, but you guys have been, both of you have been. Um, of all the things that they've implemented since the beginning I really, the cavalcades is the one thing that I really hope they continue because especially like at Animal Kingdom when they're on the boat and everything, like I love, 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 love what they have done with the characters. I'm a big fan of the cavalcades. Now I love, I love a parade. Um, It's, but I agree sitting there for like an hour before Mm. and then the whole, and then the whole parade. I'm Mm. not here for that. But like usually when I watch a parade, it is, oh, the parade is starting. Let's walk up and try to just find a spot. So the cavalcades, you just, right now, you don't, they don't have a particular schedule. At least I never found a schedule that was out. So, you know, you well, just kind of are hanging out and then they come by. And I just think that's really cool. That's what I love the most about them is it's a surprise, right? It's just a little bit yeah. of magic where, oh my gosh, all of a sudden here's Mickey Mouse or there the princess is and you weren't expecting it. It just, it feels like special. It feels like Disney magic. Right. Um, and for somebody like me who doesn't have small children, I'm not waiting in line to meet the characters. Like it's a very rare time where I'm like, oh, let me just go spend 15 minutes waiting to see Alice. Like she's my favorite and I don't even wait to see her, you know, so with the cavalcades, like I've seen more characters in two visits than I've seen in the past 13 combined, you know? Yeah. So I, I love that. The yeah. only time I, I, I wait in line like, for characters now is if I'm with Charlotte and we wander upon a, you know, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, but then, see, that's again, that's just kind of wandering upon someone. That's not, I'm going to go and see this character in their building or whatever most of the time. Yeah. Um, but, like, one thing I like about the cavalcades is, like, they'll have, uh, yeah, they'll have, like, a princess cavalcade or they'll have this. But they'll have Mickey on Mickey's float and Goofy on Goofy's float. And so it's, like, characters that kind of belong with Goofy. Max is there and Clarabelle Cow is there. It's characters that you don't normally see. And yeah. that's just really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. And I think, you know, I heard somebody say the other day or somebody said to me, like, oh, well, but, you know, I won't get to take a picture with them. I, you know... <sighs> I get it, especially if you have a toddler or it's your child's first visit and you are waiting for that moment for your daughter in her little gown to run up to Cinderella. Like, I hate that that's being taken away from people because it is magical. That's great. But but at the same time, you know, this is an another way to see characters. You exactly. can take the selfie. Like, eventually character meet and greets will come back and then you can have both. You know, right. I, I, I love... The, the spontane- spontaneity, that's yeah. the word, of, of the cavalcades. And and not only the cavalcades, but, like, 
the random character greetings that they're doing on both coasts. Like to me, that's just so much more magical than I'm going to wait 35 minutes to go say hi to Anna and Elsa. And speaking as a mom, like I know my kid, he just wanted to see them. He wanted to see them. He wanted to wave to them. He wanted to get that interaction. He could have cared less about the photos and about that. That that was for me. That wasn't for him. (laughs) (laughs) You know, kids don't care about it. They just want to see them. You know, like, so this, to me, this is perfect for right now, you know? Yeah, certainly do I hope that at some point we're going to be able to see, you know, because uh, look, nothing makes me happier than when a little girl in a princess dress flies into the arms of her favorite princess. Like that is a, stop it. That is a magical moment. (laughs) And certainly I hope we get back to that. But for now, it's, it's pretty good. I gotta say, pretty good. Yeah. Speaking of characters, Tusker House has reopened along with a few other uh, Disney dining locations. And so characters are back at Tusker House yeah. at breakfast, which is great. Um, so slowly this, but surely we are seeing, uh, you know, some character meals reappearing. This is bittersweet for me because Tusker House is one of my top two favorite restaurants in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I'm so happy that it's open, but I'm so like sad that it can't be a buffet yet and that it's um you know it's all you it's still all you can eat family style they have x amount of it like my tusker house has incredible food and the best part about it was being able to go up and i want to try this you know there was like 70 menu items and they were all so good and so Mm -hmm. i understand why i'm just a little sad about that you know it can't be a buffet right now yeah yeah and like I feel like it's it's almost more wasteful when they do it family style because if you're just like, I want to try this particular thing, then they bring you a whole platter of it. And I just want, want like a few bites. <laughs> right. Yeah. And turns out you don't like yeah. it or something. Yeah. And then the food feels yeah. wasted. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I get that. I get that entirely. Um, one thing I did want to talk about is, do you think that oh, no. Disney deliberately announced the reopening of Ohana and kept the noodles off the menu deliberately to provoke a response from fans. I almost feel like they have to because they know this happened before. Like, stop taking the noodles away. What is wrong with you? I want noodles and fried rice. Why can't I have them both? Like, I feel like they had to because they've done it before. They knew the reaction and yet they tried it again. Yeah. And And then it was back in like, 26 hours yeah (laughs) not even a day went by and they were like okay tasty fans you win i was like you did that on purpose like who are you kidding yeah but ohana is also coming back and the noodles have been restored i've never even had the ohana noodles so it means nothing to me i've never been to ohana for dinner so i haven't been to ohana for dinner in years um just because I, like, I'm not a huge meat eater, meat eater anymore. So it kind of lost its appeal to me. Um, but like the side dishes are the best part. And like I need the noodles. And if you could also give me fried rice, that would be fantastic. And then I would probably just go back and be like, just, you know, 10 bowls of these, please. Just, yeah, load me up. <laughs> <laughs> All the carbs. <laughs> I, um, I do have to get there. Oh. No, I have not been to Ohana for dinner in a very long time either. I was thinking I have, but that was Kona Cafe. Um, it's I have been for dinner, but it's been at least ten or twelve years since I've Same. been there. So Same. yeah, yeah. Um, 
used to be one of my, I haven't been in a very long time, but used to be one of my favorite character breakfasts on property. Yeah. I've never done the breakfast there, but I I love it because I love Stitch. And so anywhere that is going to feature Stitch, I'm here for it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That is one of my favorite character meals. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We went when my son was two, maybe. And at the time, Stitch was his favorite character. And he had a stuffed Stitch that he carried with him every single place that he went. And we went for breakfast. And he could see Stitch coming, you know. And so, like, literally, he's, like, pinwheeling at the end of my husband's arm. My husband's got him by the back of the shirt. And he's literally, like, running in place trying to get to (laughs) Stitch at the next table. And, like, Stitch comes over. And it was, like, I mean, I think he... I, he would have just happily left with Stitch. Like he would have just been like, see you, mom and dad, me and my buddy Stitch are out of here. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what happened with Copley and Chippendale. And he just like took, I'm like, oh, no loyalty. Sure. Okay, great. Goodbye. Go by. Yeah. 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 Kids, man, I tell you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so last but not least, the last news I have, and then we'll get into stupid guest tricks. Uh, Salt and Straw is coming to Disney Springs, and people seem very excited about it. I know of Salt and Straw, but I have never been to one. Heather, have you been? I have been. I will pretend I'm an expert in Salt and Straw because <laughs> they are all they are all over Southern California. Um, they actually originated, I want to say, in Portland, Oregon, um, and then expanded into California. And they have, you know, 15 or 20 in Southern California. The closest one is, you know, two miles down my street. Um, so I've been quite a few times. Um, and I think one of our our readers and listeners mentioned this in the Facebook group the other day. And she was asking about it because East Coasters don't know anything about salt and straw this is going to be the first salt and straw on the east coast i believe um so what they're known for is they are kind of like a really small boutique ice cream shop that is known for their wacky flavors and when i say wacky flavors they have things like cereal milk where it's like it tastes like melted lucky charms marshmallows or um they, you know, will take like they and their seasonal flavors also. So um, they just had one here recently where it was like hibiscus flower and whatever for sorbet and and they have really good vegan options. Um, but then they also do local flavors as well. So they're seasonal, they're craft and they're local. So I know one of the weird flavors they have up in their Oregon shops is a beer and cheese flavor and they use local products from that market. So it was, you know, a, an Oregon brewery and an Oregon cheesemaker and they kind of like worked together and figured out how to make these flavors. So that's what Salt and Straw is about. So you're going to see um different flavors coming all the time you're going to see flavors that are local to florida like you're probably going to see something with citrus because oranges grow there um and they work with different um vendors in that area and different popular restaurants or things in that area to get their products into their ice cream that's what they're about that being said they're not my favorite ice cream place i go so infrequently it's probably been two years since the last time i've been there um they're good they're not great they're not worth two hours waiting in line. So, you know, you don't feel like you have to rush there um, type of thing. Interesting. But they're good. Okay. They're good. All right. Well, they're coming in 2022. I, I, we have a place that's just like that here, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a half mile from me. It does not have a two-hour wait that has like sort of the really funky ice cream flavor. So I'm trying to determine if this is just like what's, you know, 
like wacky yeah. flavors and things like that isn't really like I don't know that doesn't strike me as being such a viral thing anymore it feels like everybody's doing that so I'm trying to figure out like what's the I think the novelty <laughs> for Florida is that it's not something that's in Florida it's new mm-hmm. um you know it is a chain it is a company that is doing well on the west coast so for Disney, is there one in downtown Disney in Disneyland there is it's been there, there for is. a couple of okay. years yeah so that's um, what it is so people just like it whenever we get something that they feel like was exclusive to Disneyland before, yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> um, and also I, it's a chain that Disney feels comfortable partnering with because they already have they know that they exist outside of Disney they're popular outside of Disney yeah. so let's put it in Florida and see what happens there and then it's good for salt and straw because then they're like oh let's see how it goes and maybe we can expand to the east coast Type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited about this because I love I love ice cream and all of that. I will not be waiting two hours for it. Like I was interested in those. Um, there's a bakery at Disney Springs now too, Gideon's. and I was interested Gideon's. in that. Yeah. I'm not waiting two hours for that. Okay. So and eventually the hype goes away. Like yeah. you don't yeah. really wait anymore for Gideon's. Like they have like a virtual wait list or whatever. No. You know. Yeah. Like it's still, if, it's still like one of my friends was there like last week and she said it was still like a three hour wait or something like that though for, I mean, you, you, you can wait elsewhere. You don't have to stand in yeah. line for three hours, but it's still, yeah, a three you get hour. on your little which to me is completely crazy. Cause Gideon's has a second location in Orlando that has pretty much no lines. You could get an Uber drive to the other Gideon's right. get your cookies and be back in much less time that would take you to wait in line. Well, and I think this also like this speaks to our culture because we are very like social media heavy mm-hmm. these days in our culture where everything has to be Instagrammable, you know, everybody's, you yep. know, and I, and I'm, we're guilty of it. I, oh, you know, totally. we're, we all do social media, especially for the blog and all of that. Um, but that being said, the reason why Gideon's and I'm sure salt and the straw will wind up being the same way, um, in Florida is because, you know, everything's going to look pretty and I can take this picture and I can put it on Instagram and, and look at everybody, look where I've been. And I think that's, what's driving the long lines. Like if you come here, there's really no, I would still go to the other location, get it, bring it back, and take a picture. Yeah. And I would go and tell all the people, look, I already have my cookies. I spent 20 minutes going downtown. Last at all of them, eating my cookies in the line in front of them. Last time, last time, we split up, and one of us took the boat, and one of us took the Skyliner to see who was going to get there. Maybe next time we'll we'll go to Gideon's, and one of us will go to the Disney Springs location. Yeah. <laughs> one of us will go to the other one. We'll see who gets our cookie first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay. So this is the story that everybody has been speaking of social media. <laughs> I have been sent this story by I've lost track of how many people (laughs) over the past few days. I'm sure both of you have gotten it as well. Um, On, I believe it was Sunday, might have been Saturday, I've lost track, a guest on Living with the Land in Epcot decided mid-ride in the middle of the greenhouse section that it would be a good idea to hop out of the boat and help herself to a cucumber. This, of course, was all caught on video by another guest. Why? Like, why did this woman? Is there an explanation I'm as to? I'm certain there was a fair amount of alcohol involved based on the video. I, I feel like I've drank quite a bit at Epcot, and at no point did I sit and look at a cucumber and go, "Yeah, I think I want that right now." Like, <laughs> <laughs> pizza, maybe I don't know, but <laughs> here's what's so fascinating about the story to me, though, is that as far as anybody can tell 
security was not waiting for this guest when the ride was over. That's the most fascinating thing about this story to me. Is well, not she, that, she's banned for life now, correct? Or is she? I don't know. I I, I, I thought I read that. I could I could just be making it up. I don't know. I don't know what the result was, but I know I saw I, a headline that said that did there she was get no the immediate security response. Oh, so did she, she got the cucumber. Oh, sure. she got the cucumber. Yep. Okay, yeah. good. Well, I need to make sure it's worth it. Um, I don't, like, <laughs> well, did she get back in the boat? <laughs> like, I haven't yeah. watched. Oh, yeah, the video got back on the boat, finished the ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, props to her. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, you, you've got to be out of your mind yeah. for like that to seem like a good idea. And like the fact that she got the cucumber and got back in the boat, like, good on you. I you pulled it off. I would have been caught immediately. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did the ride stop? Is it like it's, does the living with the land not have that mechanism like you know like Splash Mountain does type of thing where like if somebody's out of the boat that's it everything stops? I don't know. Well, we're going to get into this a little bit more um, <laughs> on the Patreon extra because we have opinions <laughs> about a lot of these things <laughs> and a lot of the other stuff that guests do. So we're going to get into that a little bit more on our Patreon extra. Uh, if you're interested, you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. If you are already a Patreon extra, then that should be the very next thing that plays immediately following this podcast. So, <laughs> uh, And that does it for this week's podcast. We are going to be talking about, uh, I believe next week is the listener Q&A. Or no, I'm sorry. Next week is which attractions we skip at Disneyland. Yes. Right? Okay, so we're going to yes. do, we've got a few weeks before the listener Q&A. So we've gotten a bunch of questions already, which is fantastic. Thank you so, 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 so much. Um, however, you still have time. You've got a couple weeks before we're going to do this next ep next listener episode. So you can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com um, if you would like us to answer your question on air. Um, so we've got one, two, it'd be three weeks before we're doing right. that podcast. So right. after which we're going to take uh, a few weeks off. We're going to take our usual summer vacation. Um, so if you, if you're listening to these weeks and, you know, weeks or months later, you know, we always take a summer vacation. We're going to be doing the same thing. We're going to be taking off the last, uh, two weeks of July. So, uh, and that does it. That does it for this episode, uh, episode 134 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. We'll be back next week with which attractions we skip at Disneyland. And that's it. Did I miss anything? Am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. All right. No. I never trust myself. I anymore. mean, as soon as we hit as soon as we hit close, there's something else will happen. We'll think so of something. Well go ahead and... <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. That's all I have in my notes though. So <laughs> all right. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you next week. Bye bye.